Well, all right, here goes nothing. Um, today, I'm just trying to do a video update. You guys know I'm always uh, attempting to learn and do new things. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> learn and do new things in the world of uh, audiovisual production. And uh, so I wanted to, wanted to talk a little bit about the show, a little bit more about me, just continue to sort of update the audience, you know, about where this is going and what this is about, uh, the Finding Zenith podcast. I'm I'm learning as I go that it's um, somewhat uh, a little bit of a skit comedy, as you saw in Celestial Beings Run Amok. Uh, I enjoy doing that, um, characters and uh, just kind of, for the most part, the you know the storyline and script is coming like right off the top of my head. Um, which is, it's fun. So that's kind of, it's, it's sort of improvisational. And, um, so one thing that, you know, I wouldn't consider myself a journalist uh, by any means, but, um, if I was heading in that direction, it would definitely be something called gonzo journalism. Uh, something I've been thinking about for the last couple of years, uh, from Wikipedia. Gonzo journalism is a style of journalism that is written without claims of objectivity, often including the reporter as part of the story using a first-person narrative. The word gonzo is believed to have been first used in 1970 to describe an article about the Kentucky Derby by Hunter S. Thompson, who popularized the style. It is an energetic first-person participatory writing style in which the author is a protagonist and it draws its power from a combination of social critique and self-satire. That's definitely me. Uh, it has since been applied to other subjective art artistic endeavors. Uh, gonzo journalism involves an approach to accuracy that concerns the reporting of personal experiences and emotions in contrast to traditional journalism, which favors a detached style and relies on facts or quotations that can be verified by third parties. Gonzo journalism disregards the strictly edited product once favored by newspa newspaper media and strives for a more personal approach. The personality of a piece is as important as the event or actual subject of the piece. Use of sarcasm, humor, exaggeration, and profanity is common. Well, that's me... A hundred percent. I'm not like saying oh, I'm like Hunter S. Thompson. He, you know, he's like way up in the stratosphere. But uh, so I say that to say uh, this weekend, this coming weekend, I may I'm planning on going to a local metal show uh, at a place called the Pyramid Scheme. And there's some bands there, Mouthful of Locusts, Slug Child. There's a couple other ones, but those are the ones that I remember. And I was thinking about taking some pictures and taking some videos. I, we're not doing any interviews, but I may talk to some of the bands about um, future appearances on this show. So, you know, we're just we're moving slow. We're trying to take things one one step at a time. And that is, uh, you know, as I've been saying, that's definitely a part of the show. You know, like the main staple really is... Um, Trying to include um, up-and-coming metal bands. 
I always I'm trying to think of a, a better word for it. You know, I, I hate using the word local. It just sounds kind of derogatory, you know, because who knows? They, you know, I don't know exactly what their audience looks like. They they might not be local. Um, you'd be surprised. Like when I was in uh, a band called Bullpig, which I will feature on the show later, maybe even with this video. I don't know. But um, like we got a lot of overseas listeners you know um so you just never know who's listening and who's following and where where you might be more popular you know like david hasselhoff is like really popular in germany okay where are we going uh <laughs> so uh anyway i might be going to a show this weekend i'm not sure how the production of the show is gonna go um I'm I'm still brainstorming on ideas for the next show, what characters to include and things like that. But um so I wanted wanted to do this video as always as practice and um to update the audience about the show. I think um according to the analytics on Anchor uh Spotify, it seems like some of my more guttural, you know, me being myself type of content is popular with you all. So, um, you know, it's, the show is going to be a mix. I'm going to be dialing, dialing it in as, as we progress. Uh, but definitely, you know, I wanted to, uh, wanted to talk about the unification of my content. Like, uh, if you went to my YouTube channel, you would see that it is just a ridiculous mess. It's like, I would be like, if someone from my work stumbled across my YouTube channel, I'd be so embarrassed, man. I would probably, uh, I'd probably never live it down. <laughs> it's, no, it's not that bad, but uh, it's just, it's a mess, and it's just me, me fucking around. And uh, so I'm thinking about um, ways to make the podcast more widely available. Because as you know, um, or as you might know, when I include music, uh, you know, on Anchor, you know, Anchor is a company that's owned by Spotify, by the way. When I include music on my Anchor podcasts, um, it's only available on Spotify. And I wish I wish that I could broadcast it more widely, you know, to Apple, Stitcher, Google, all these different podcasts. But when music is included, it cannot it can only be on Spotify. And it's like I do not want to give up being a DJ right now. I think it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's I honestly think it's very unique, you know, this this platform, this music plus talk that Spotify has going on through Anchor. It's really to me it's really cool. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm making myself a DJ and uh who knows where my battery life is right now on my GoPro. Um let's not get off let's not get off point, Justin. Um so yeah, um I'm thinking about unification of content. I think this video I'm going to try posting it to YouTube, Spotify, and then some other podcasting platforms, if possible. You know, I, I'm not going to be able to add music to this clip as much as I would like to. Um, I just can't because I want to, I'm, I'm experimenting and I'm working on learning how to, how to make this more widely available. So um, I think that's about it. This video will probably take... Uh, three hours to upload. It's insane. I think I have it on like a 5.3K resolution. Super high resolution. That's what I want, though. I want quality video. Anyway, so there's your update. Um, 
kind of uh, I'm kind of learning what as <laughs> I'm learning what this show is about, what I'm about, you know, um, Gonzo. It's kind of a Gonzo journalistic endeavor, uh, improv, uh, improvisational uh, skit comedy, uh, music, you know. So it's it it's what I'm casting a wide net, but I'm not doing that. It's just it's organic, is what I'm trying to say. This is just who I am. This is how it goes with me. <clears throat> And, um, you know, as time progresses, I know I keep saying this, but, you know, I'll learn how to edit better. And maybe, maybe if, if the show grows enough, I'll actually be able to include real live humans to the Finding Zenith team. You know, people that can kind of help me produce the show uh, better. And, um, but that's a ways off. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So far, it's just me. And of course, the nut job gang, uh, <laughs> Katie, Carl, Damien, Michael, Auntie Madeline. Uh, there might be more characters coming. We'll see. Um, but anyway, thank you for watching. I better get to uploading this video. Hopefully, the audio turned out. Uh, of course, I'm really crossing my fingers because if the audio doesn't turn out, then this whole thing is fucked. Anyway. Again, I'm your host, Justin Shands, for the Finding Zenith podcast. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you.